Hello everyone, my name is Eric McCray. I am your recovery coach. This is Victorious for Life Podcast. The name of this episode is called Church Folks, Church People Who Constantly Plays Devil's Advocate When It Comes to Conversation. Again, Church Folks Who Constantly Plays Devil Advocate. Let's get right to it. Last night, the, the church that I attend, we had a Bible study on Zoom last night. And it was pretty interesting because the lady, she was talking about, um, she was talking about Esau and Jacob, which are two twins. And Esau is actually older than Jacob by, what, a couple minutes on aspect of who was born first. Anyway, make a long story short, she was talking about how the dangers, you know, she pointed out how dangerous it is for parents to uh, show favoritism amongst the children and how it can uh, build a wedge between the children and cause the children to be enemies. And so a lot of other people chime in and they pretty much, um, they felt the same way, you know, how there's nothing new underneath the sun, meaning that the uh, same behaviors and same mindsets, mindsets that these particular parents had far as uh, Jacob, Jacob, you know, his mother, pretty much she favored him and even though both Jacob and Esau both had, at that time, had the same mother and father, the father favored Esau, and then of course the mother favored Jacob. So there was no unity within the family, and this is uh, supposed. To, this is a, you know, supposed to be a so-called Christian household. But the point is that these behaviors still go on to this day, on the aspect of parents showing favoritism towards the children. Now, this other woman, she chimed in and she pretty much said that she wasn't going to say anything at first. Then she decided to to say that she decided to highlight favoritism or being favored, how it how optimistic it is. And so many words, she actually said that if you're favored upon, that's not a bad thing. Favor is not a bad thing when God favors someone. She was she did admit that the way it was done far as uh um, Esau and Jacob, their situation, the way the parents, you know, uh, favored each each child, that wasn't done properly. And so my mind, and I'm thinking, you know, what she's saying doesn't have anything to, it doesn't have anything to do with what everybody else is talking about. So I'm thinking to myself, is she talking about herself? Is she feel the need to highlight herself that she was the child that was favored? Because B, I wasn't, when I was growing up, I wasn't the child that was favored. So I took that, I take it very personally on the aspect of, I can relate to children, you know, receiving the short end of the stick when it, when it comes to bad treatment, when you see that your siblings are treated better than you are and you sit back and watch that. So I actually lived that and experienced that. Now, I, you know, when you bring up, you know, when she brought up the, you know, the word favorite, and she was highlighting how how beautiful or how optimistic favorite, you know, being favorite is. My thing is that, you know, growing up in an atmosphere where I wasn't, I didn't, I never really experienced that. In my mind, I'm not really concerned how positive favorite is, you know, on the aspect of me going through what I went through. Don't get me wrong, you know, currently now in the present, you know, in the present state where I'm at in my life now, I respect favorite. But what I'm saying is that when I was, you know, when I actually experienced 
growing up in a household where my mom favored my other siblings over me and, and I'm the oldest. If someone was to tell me, you know, break down the way this young lady broke down or this lady broke down favorite, how important favorite is, how, you know, the beauty of favorite, it would have went in one ear and came out the other because I wasn't favored upon. And it sounded like she's actually talking about herself. And so this is what I mean on the aspect of devil's advocate. So those, those of you that may not understand that particular term, when people play the devil's advocate, they don't necessarily agree with you. They, they look at it from a different perspective. It's the flip side of the coin. And sometimes uh, some people can get uh, you know, offended or frustrated because a person like me, I am a matter of fact kind of guy. And sometimes I'm not motivated to hear the next person's opinion. And I understand that a lot of people, you know, feel that people's opinions are noted or pe people's opinions are, are needed and people have the right to have their opinions, which is true. You know, the good thing is that I didn't uh, say anything. I didn't challenge her or anything like that. You know, it was during a Bible study. And, you know, I, I had a conversation with the assistant pastor about that, trying to figure out, like, where was this woman going with this comment? Because I noticed this ain't the first time that she does this. And, you know, on aspect of play the devil's advocate. And I'm like, where is she going with this? You know, it just, it's like her comment does not match us what everybody's saying and her comment, you know, didn't flow with, you know, with the energy, the mindset with everybody else. It's like she felt some type of way about the comment because she had a so-called burning, burning desire to get this off her chest. Again, she mentioned about the importance of favor and, is, you know, if favor is a good thing, especially when you're favored upon. Okay, well, what does that got to do with the story of Jacob and Esau that one parent favored one child and the other parent favored the other and you know how it caused a wedge between both both brothers and one brother esau wanted to kill jacob because the fact that he actually deceived him and he actually um stole his blessing I, you know anyway you have to read the story which is in the book of genesis regarding esau and jacob both of them are twins and they both have the same mother and father and they both were actually raised in a so-called Christian family. And Isaac is, um, you know, he's the son of Abraham. Anyway, but the story goes on, you know, you know, you know I mean, the story goes on or the, you can read the story when you get a chance, uh, Jacob and Esau in the book of Genesis. Anyway, you know, I just, you know, this is why when it comes to a lot of church folks, I stick and move. A lot of church folks. This one particular lady, again, I mentioned, you know, how she felt, you know, she played the devil's advocate concerning this particular Bible study. And the only conversation that me and her have is really only related, you know, it, it, it's, it's only conversation that we have, excuse my stuttering, it only relates to praise and worship. That's it. If, if it ain't praise and worship related, because me and her, we're part of the same ministry, praise and worship. And, you know, when you are part of the same ministry, it's very similar to working with people in the same department on a job. You're not going to always like people. You're not going to always like their point of, points of views. But you know that you work with them and you have to make an effort to get along with them for the sake of the company. And, you know, church is no different. So in my mind, what I did was, you know, I just, I just, you know, uh, encouraged myself 
that listen the only um, only conversation I'm gonna have with this particular woman is praise and worship related I'm surprised she sent me a friend request on Facebook I'm surprised she did that I, you know I had thought about sending her a friend request before she sent me a friend request, but I thought about, I'm like, you know what? She's married. So a lot of people are funny acting when you send friend requests because they get the, they don't know your intentions and they, they may try, try to assume your intentions. But again, I don't have a problem being friends with anybody on Facebook, whether you're single, whether you're married, but you know, I do appreciate that she sent me a friend request. However, you know, I would, I'd rather stick and move with her because uh, she do come across that she has, uh, a, I don't, you know, maybe nonchalant is the wrong term to use. I know that one time she did make, uh, you know, she did something to rub me the wrong way. And eventually I got over it. It wasn't that serious. What I did was I, I you know, in my mind, I made the effort to convince myself not to allow my emotions to get the best of me and not allow myself to have any type of level of expectations concerning her so uh the point is that um i just made my mind to stick and move to stick and move with her you know uh again the, you know her comment did threw me off and we have bible study every wednesday night from 7 30 to 8 30 or sometimes from 7 30 to nine o'clock but it's just that, you know, uh, again, a lot of people play as a devil advocate. They play devil's advocate a lot. And a lot of times people, it's hard for them to flow in the same direction as uh, whatever, whatever, whatever direction that the Bible study has been going in. Whatever flow, whatever direction. Sometimes you do have uh, some people who they want to deviate from the flow of the direction, you know, direction as far as the conversation. So you're making comments about something that don't have nothing to do with the flow or what everybody else is, is, is going. The flow or direction that everybody else is going as far as their comments and their mindsets concerning a particular topic in Bible study. Anyway, leave your comments. Let me know what you think, you know, uh, you know regarding this particular episode on victorious for life podcast again the name of this episode is called uh church folks who plays the devil's advocate other than that my name is eric mccray thanks once again for listening to victorious for life podcast